0: Hello and welcome to the Reach Out Podcast. I'm Stu Wiffin. Joining me always, Kirsty. Hello.
1: Hello. You all right? I'm good. I'm good. I've had a week off. I've come back all refreshed and energized and full of you know stuff.
0: Yeah, good. Where'd you go? Shrewsbury. Where? Shrewsbury. Oh, Shrewsbury.
1: Shrewsbury in Shropshire. Is my internet lagging? I might turn my video. It off. is
0: lagging a little bit, yeah. There you go. You ain't got to look I, at me now. I don't know if you're saying Shrewsbury or Shrewsbury. Either way, neither of them are too good with my lisp. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: no, Shri- or Shrewsbury if you're really posh in Shropshire. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. that's
0: better. I know what you're talking about.
1: Lovely, Lovely part okay. of the world.
0: Well, I'm glad you're back and refreshed, mate. And yeah. uh, Well, we've got a guest today. Um... Well, we want to call her Steve because uh, the the, the Zoom audio appears that today's guest is on uh, our other half's uh, PC. Um, Emma, how are you? I'm really good, thank you. How are you? Oh, we're good. We're good. Well, I'll say we're good. I'm good. Are you all right, Kirst? Yeah, I'm good. I'm really good. Excellent. Well, um, you you, you got mentioned to us by uh, a mutual friend, Claire um who's doing some work with us on a a campaign called Man Down at the moment um and when we were sort of discussing we'd like to speak to people that have been affected by by some pretty horrible things um claire was like you should speak to my friend emma um because her her is, you know uh, it, it it's, it's something that i I feel that listeners of this podcast could benefit from hearing yeah um and so I mean, I, I guess we, 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 we dive straight in. I mean, we, we normally, when we do these podcasts, we ask guests to tell us about their, their first, you know, if we say the word mental health to them, like what does that instantly sort of say to them? But I feel with this, we should just say, you know, Emma, please sort of start to sort of give us a bit of background and, and, and work your way into, you know, the, the, the story of why you're here, really.
2: Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, this is the crazy thing. With It happened to my friend over four years ago now. Um, he was probably, if I'd been given a list of 100 people, he'd have been the 100th person that I would expect not to do something like this. Um, he portrayed throughout his life, whether it be on social media, through his activities, through his lifestyle, that he was more than happy, more than settled. Um, very bubbly person, always had a smile on his face. Um, I never really picked up any negativity from him at any point it was all just when it all happened it was the most shock I think I've probably been a lifetime. I've seen some pretty pretty crazy things in my life so it was yeah
0: it was quite alarming are we are we are we are you comfortable saying his first name
2: yeah his name was Sam
0: Sam so Um, how did how did you know Sam
2: so Sam was like a long-term family friend. He got his first job with my dad on the building sites at 16 and he was aged between my two brothers. So he kind of came along, grew close to them, then me and my parents. So he was always sort of part of our, our lifestyle. We'd always socially see him. He came abroad for my brother's 30th. Um, yeah, he was he was Sam. He was just sort of part of the part of the furniture, really. Um, very good friend to my brothers yeah good friend to all of us he really was good fun to be around um we honestly between us couldn't have a bad word to say about him or whatsoever
0: and was was mental health something that in your sort of circle of friends that comfortable talking about
1: I don't know
2: i mean looking back probably not um i mean his social friends were probably more into the sailing side farming side um like of his age group because i'm a good
0: Harold how, how was it, Sam. When he passed? was
2: 33 when he passed. Um, so at the time, I was 39. So there's an age gap between us. So I wouldn't have been classed as maybe particularly in his social circle. Um, but talking to his friends, kind of after the event, again, gobsmacked. I don't know how much they really did check into each other. I'm sure they do now more so than ever. Again, he just showed no signs of maybe needing to be checked in on. Um, because of the way he was and his successful business. Uh, literally a great social life, countless friends, an amazing family. So it was just, yeah,
0: it just caught everybody. Did, did, did he have a like an immediate family? Was he married and children?
2: No, no. He had a girlfriend at the time, um, no children, but was close to his parents and his brother and sister. Um, his sister didn't live too far away. His parents around the corner. Um, so, yeah, he just had a general life of 33 year old having a good time going on holidays going on his boat driving nice cars he had a lovely home that he was renovating at the time as well um literally it was just nothing there that would ever ever led to thinking there was any mental health issues at all was,
0: was did it, was there anything that he's sort of more immediate family or, or you know that, that that picked up on anything or was it just a nice. complete shock to all involved
2: complete shock to all involved and I think that's what's created if anything more chats between us moving forward because I think we always look in on the say the people that can look sad or look like things aren't working out for them or worry about them but actually maybe it is the more smiley people the more people that portray themselves to be so happy that we actually need to check in on more because they're obviously hiding it incredibly well
1: yeah
2: um and I think that's that's been a real yeah a real point is we have all checked but the more happy we are the more we're actually checking in on each other moving forward
0: absolutely that 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 saying tears of a clan is is so true yeah there's absolutely a lot
2: of, now a lot of
0: happy people that are hiding a lot of sorrow and mm. and, and, and 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 unhappiness yeah. um, you know after he, he he passed did anything come to, to to light as to why he was so unhappy or
2: not really, no. Um, as far as I know, there was no letter. Um, there was no real explanation. he um, was his brother's wedding the day before he did it. Um, so at that point, the family obviously had the chats where, you know, we're so proud of you. Congratulations. There was maybe some quite intense chats going on, but nothing that you wouldn't generally correlate to somebody getting married anyway. So you'd be happy sure. for them and express your feelings. Um, but there was nothing that I said would have concerns
0: them at all of what the next 24 hours would bring oh my god Uh, what what I mean Kirst you're obviously way more of an expert on on um suicide prevention and, and 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 science and such is is this is this a a common you know sort of story in regards that nobody saw this coming and you know on on the face of things everything was was good
1: yeah it's it's really really hard it's really hard um I wouldn't say in my line of work it's really difficult obviously because in my line of work people are recognizing that they're feeling suicidal and they're seeking help um but it's not uncommon you know I've spoken to many people friends and family who or I've you know watched countless documentaries um where you do you know you see people who you know outwardly everything's fine everything's rosy um no indication that anything's kind of bubbling under the surface like emma was saying you know on the on the face of it they've got everything that they want they're doing really well at work or at school in relationships blah 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 and you know the dots just don't add up and it's that's what makes it so hard for the people that are left behind because you are literally thinking like, what the fuck ha, what what ha, what you know mm. um yeah it is it's it's a real difficult one to call
0: it's uh, it, it must be so difficult for for, for everyone involved because I, I guess if there's notes or there's like you say curse mm-hmm. like a, a history of like mental illness where you know th- th- these people have uh have, have reached out for, for whether it be medication or to talk to people and where there could be concerns as to, as to their you know that their, their well-being but to have nothing, no signs whatsoever, and then that's it with no, no explanation or, 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 or no or, or anything like that. That must be so difficult to process. Mm. Like, why, you know? But yeah. most importantly, like, why and and to have all of those questions unanswered. That that's that must be really difficult to mm. to to process and, and 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 try and move on from.
2: Yeah, exactly that. Um sort of speaking with the family afterwards, it was exactly that. It was just it was just silence, it was just complete and utter shock. I and mean, he where we, we well, where I lived at the time, where he lived, it's it's a really small community. It's a lovely, lovely area, really lovely village, but generally people knew each other and he was very popular. He was he was very well known throughout. I mean just the turnout for his funeral said it all. Um And not one person you speak to, whether they're close to him or they just knew him from walking down the street and saying hello to, said, "I just can't believe it." And that was that. You didn't hear anyone say, "Well, there was a sign that one time, or there was this one time." There was none of that. It was, "I am utterly and utterly gobsmacked." So you can imagine the family were just well. I mean, you're beside yourself, and anyone experiences anything like this anyway. But it was like you said even harder to process because there was just no explanation and you just had no clue no clue at all and the fact you know brother's wedding the previous day all happiness he was best known and then 24 hours later he decided that was it um so yeah yeah just no sign at
1: all emma can i ask did he seem um did he seem different at all at the wedding did he seem overly happy did he seem um yeah i I wasn't in attendance um it was his brother's wedding um
2: so we know we knew him well but not well enough to sort of be invited to the wedding um on speaking at the funeral to him and his new wife they both said there was nothing that he said or did that didn't make them worried they said if there was we would have risen it with someone or spoken to somebody but he was just normal sam he was happy, he was up for the laugh, he did a great best man speech. It's um, yeah, so there was really nothing significant that made them grow any concerns at all. And I think that's what makes it even scarier is that he just Absolutely. was able for so long to obviously keep this so pent up um, that yeah, it just, it just makes me feel sad. I was, yeah. at the time I was really cross. <laughs> when he first started, I was so cross. Like Sam, why would you do this? Why would you put him through it? You were so loved. And now, obviously, looking back on all these years, you you start you start processing it and thinking, oh, he must have been in such a bad way, and none of us saw it. So then, you, there's some blame on us. You know, why didn't we spot it? Why didn't we? Why didn't no one pick anything up? Um, so it's a weird cycle you kind of go through when you've got really no no explanation. Yeah. Um, it's just who do you who do you, you want to blame? Someone as a human, don't you, you want to find? Something
1: you that, yeah, you, you that, want, that want to hold, put it in something. Hold.
2: Um, but there really is nothing. But it's just everyone moving forward and moving on. But yeah, there is so many question marks as to why, and just so, just so sad. I'm just feel so sad that he just genuinely thought the world was a better, better place without him. It just breaks my heart because he had just so much to give, so much love. He was, and he was so loved. Chris,
0: so, you, yeah. you, you, you touched on something there um, about was he overly happy? I'm just just. Mm. Just in regards for, for people that are listening that that may have concerns over, you know, loved ones and friends, et cetera, like, uh, are you alluding to that, what I believe is the case, if if somebody's decided and they've made their mind up that they're going to take their life, that once they've kind of come to terms with that decision, there's a, an element of relief and, and almost normal service resumes as quite quite positive and quite happy, because they know that there's there, there's a, a closing point is, yeah. is, is that what you were sort of mm-hmm. alluding to
1: yeah absolutely and it's you know it's something that we'll always keep banging on about to try and get people to be aware of I mean it's more it's more helpful when you when you're dealing with people who have kind of voiced that they're struggling or mm. um you know may have made an attempt in the past um that if you know historically if they have been struggling And then all of a sudden they start engaging with life again. They're making plans to see family and friends and enjoying Mm -hmm. their life. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that is an absolute red flag that that's something that, yeah, there's a very good Mm -hmm. chance that they've almost set a date and they've, um, you know, got everything in order that they they know what they're going to do. But like in Mm -hmm. Sam's case, you know, if he was just happy, go lucky all the time, then it it wouldn't have seemed out of place. It's it's so hard. (laughs) And I'm so sorry, Emma. I really am.
2: Oh, thank you. It was just, yeah, so shocking at the time. And as a family, we all, well, as a community, we all grieved and people still do. I mean, on his anniversary and his birthday, we all put, you know, the least we can do really is put something on our social media to say we're always thinking of of him and, and his families. Um, you know, the people he left behind that he was super close to. Um, but it just all seemed so futile because he he genuinely had so much, so much to give. Yeah. And it just seems such a waste. And he was so handsome oh beauty <laughs> the most I've never seen piercing blue eyes like it and I probably never will again oh. uh, really handsome chap but yeah I, it,
0: uh, I think one impressive. thing that that you know I, I'm sure that that you you've you taken from that and, and anybody listening to this and myself and Kirsty uh, uh, as well that when you ask people if they're all right ask them again like no. that, yes you know, yes absolutely. if if they're yeah. all smiles and you know yeah. and trust
2: it's, it's, your gut as well trust your gut yeah. if you've got a weird you know your friends you know your families even if somebody replies a quite generic answer which normally be acceptable on some days a week and you think mm, hang on a minute there's mm. something a bit off about that plod on keep don't necessarily challenge them but just say so you know are you sure do you want to meet for coffee tomorrow if anything else i've reached out to so many more of my friends i'll just literally take if i think i haven't heard from someone in a few days, not necessarily worried about them but just doesn't hurt to send a text I mean how is it down? text like text or email to someone are you okay fancy meeting for coffee and just just checking in on each other because it can just well it could literally save a life absolutely. so it takes seconds it takes seconds to, for someone to feel cared and for you
1: to show you care mm. but yeah I, th- I think Stu's absolutely right you know especially with guys so I've I've got mm. I've got a friend of mine who's uh, what well, I've got many friends that have struggled with their mental health in the past but um someone in particular is, is gone through some stress recently and uh and it's all I think it's just like a colloquialism we just say you're all right mm-hmm. yeah you're all right yeah I'm yeah. all right yeah. mm-hmm. or you know you'll be talking to him and you know is is explaining the, the the stress and the problems that have been going on and he'll say to me I'm all right there, Kirst. I'm all right and I'll just look at him and it's like you're, you're not you're not yeah. and it's okay yeah. this is you know this is a really stressful situation i'm not expecting you to be okay you don't have to keep reinforcing this i'm okay bravado because mm. you're not you know and it's 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 weird we keep saying it's okay to not be okay mm. which sounds really odd because of course it's not it's horrible you know we want everyone to be okay but if you're not okay speak up about it mm. acknowledge it even if it's just to yourself just to say yeah. everything is a bit shit at the moment and yeah. I'm just going to take some time I'm going to lower my expectations of everything mm. by now and the next person who asks me if I'm okay I'm just going to go no nah, do you know what it's a mm. bit shit at the moment you know it's you don't have to really de- you know delve straight into it you know and um you know and announce that you're feeling suicidal or that you've made mm. a plan just get that conversation started. Yeah. You know, it's yeah,
0: it's it's so bloody important. And it's so easy, and we're all so conditioned to have that knee jerk response. You're right, yeah. Yeah. Like, even if you're feeling really shit, it's so yeah. easy when someone goes, <laughs> you're right, yeah, 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 you're right. And like there could be two people there. You could be talking to someone. If you go, no, nah, not really, they could go god i'm so not okay and yeah. you know, just them just having that moment like i think when when you know you do ask people if they're all right like just take that split second and and and, and pause mm-hmm. and just go like sure and like you know just ask them again because it's i think we're so conditioned like to 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 also not want to burden anyone like mm-hmm. oh i don't really want to i don't want to start moaning they've got enough on their plate mm-hmm. but you know, I, I I I'm sure that you know yourself and Sam's family, like whatever they had on their plate, would have given everything to have you mm. know had that opportunity to go and you know have, have spoken uh, to him. You know, just I, just I, I, to I, jump
1: in there, Stu. It's much like Paddy the Baddy, that amazing speech that he made about mm. his friend, and he said, "I'd rather he was crying on my shoulder mm. than me having to go to his funeral."
0: Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and and I think you mentioned like sort of farming, and and I don't want to generalize, but um, from somebody who spent years working in construction and on building yeah. sites and lots of manual labour, yeah, there, there is still a, a stigma there. There is that you, unfortunately, you know, fortunately it's changing, but unfortunately it's still there of that uh, that kind of man up culture, like mm. uh, shut up, like get on with it. Like yeah. and and that is still in lots of not just, you know, in, in, in the sort of construction industry and farming and things like that. But I do find that there's more people in them industries that will probably be more reluctant to, to go. I don't feel all yeah. right. I feel sad today yeah Um. I think you know me and Kirstie have spoken lots more creative industries and artistic industries people mm-hmm. have seemed to be far more open with their emotions but yeah you know as somebody that's worked on you know on on sites and such it's you know very rarely do I see them conversations happening mm-hmm. and and I've seen lots of work from the big construction companies to to really work on that as well and I don't know yeah. you know how that is within farming communities and such but you know I just I do think it's lots of them kind of um like uh what's the word I'm looking for? sort of vocations that that, that you know need to keep that kind of foot on the gas to keep progressing forwards mm. with like let just just have a chat it's all right yeah. like you know, and, and I think as you said Kirst you know somebody that uh, I don't know if you're aware of what um we was talking about Paddy the Baddy. he's a a, he's a cage fighter and he, he won this big big event at the the O2 and took that moment in a arena full of testosterone to just go this stop listen and and to take that stage at that place with that yeah. audience and the global audience of millions mm. and millions mm. it just silenced the place and i was it's i happened to i was well. actually in the arena and and yeah. it was one of the most moving and powerful things and and the media that that got and the press that 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 just exploded everywhere Mm. that this this guy that he's you know huge ripped fighter everything that you'd imagine would be get on with it you know man up like showed every ounce of his vulnerability Mm. And, and I think the more people we get you know we've profiled doing that. We've seen Tyson Fury talk very openly um, about Mm -hmm. his own battles and, Mm -hmm. uh, and, and and for people to, to, to reach out if they're struggling. Um, And I think, you know, the more people see these people that are perceived as being tough guys Mm -hmm. go, I'm not tough. Like, you know, I'm Mm -hmm. inside, I'm, I'm hurting and like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm as vulnerable and as weak as everyone else can be, you know? and, Mm -hmm. I think that's really important, and yeah, it's 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 just um, you know, as as Kirsten and i spoke about so many times. There's there's so much awareness and 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 positive light being you know shone down upon these these, these kind of things, but it's still not enough. And I still think mm-hmm. the easiest thing that we can all do is just the sim, the, you know, something as simple as just kind of like you said, like. Just drop your mate a text because that text could drop at exactly the right moment. Mm-mm. You know, they could be in a, a real yeah. hole at that point, and just someone going, you "All right," you mm. know, and if they reply and engage, it's a distraction from from probably a very very dark place, and it can yeah. open a conversation. And before you know, it, you know, you could be meeting up for a coffee, and and mm. you've saved someone's life. And and I know that sounds quite dramatic, but that is the 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 bottom line. I think you know just. Ask someone if they're all right, and then, like I said earlier, take that breath, ask them again and and if and if you're not all right, tell them you're not all right you know I think that's yeah. that, that's that's really important so has sort of m- moving on now like in in the community that, that 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 Sam was in, you said it was quite a sort of small village, and mm. you know does it feel like I know you said about you know on the anniversary of his passing there's lots of things on social media and such are they always laced with that kind of, it is all right to, to, to not be all right. I know you're not a fan of that one, Curse, but, um, but you know, that, that, you know.
2: Yeah, I think if anything, it's more, <clears throat> it's more just sadness still. I don't know if it's just still to, so raw. Um, and We did, because he's so into his sailing, one of his mates created Sam's Race, which is done, um, carried out every August, whereby um, it's done differently each year. It's normally just a fun, very drunk, drunk very drunk very drunk sailing race um but anyone get involved his family come down you've got all ages on boats it's, it's all chaotic um, and it's all done for a lot of fun and it is a great day because that's when we all talk about him um as if he's there and it's it's a really lovely day where we i think everyone is able to not not forget but just cherish him and remember him
0: celebrate and it's it.
2: just really celebrate i mean even his wake was just phenomenal it was just It was perfect. It was perfect for Sam. It turned into a huge party, Um, shots. There was chants. There was amazing, um, like Navy poems read. It was just perfect. There was hundreds of people there and yeah, utter chaos. And he would have just been, yeah, elated by it. They put up the sailing flags for him. It was just, it was perfect, but it was just such a shame that that was the last hurrah. But then I think that's why the Sam's race has become quite important Um, of just yeah us remembering. And it is a chance for, the, I think, the boys to get together and have a good chat. And are you OK? Um, it definitely has changed things there. But dropping sort of on what you said earlier, I, I, um, I mentioned somebody I was going to be doing this with you guys. Um, and it's somebody I've met quite recently. And, and he opened up to me out of the blue. He said, I've done it. I've tried it. I've tried to take my life. And it was like, what? No, no, no. <laughs> I said, do you mind talking to me a bit more about it? He was like, absolutely. Um, he said, bad girlfriend, bad job um combination of other things overweight just really unhappy and couldn't actually see the 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 light just, just went he said so I gave it a good go um hospitalized fine afterwards um I said but what made you stop and he said it was seeing the upset in my family he said I absolutely broke my family by doing what I did and he said I will never do that again I think that's my other only fear with anybody that does it is do they regret it afterwards? Is there that one split second before the final breath or however it goes it, that they just regret and then there is no pulling back? But how Yeah, how do you know? If people are hiding it so well, you don't know you've got to that point anyway to try and pull them back. But yeah, it's quite interesting how much he opened up to me and I just said, can I
1: give you a hug? And he went, yeah, absolutely. So, it is. Uh, I mean, when I, when I first started... When I first started reach out, I did think that, I mean, I mean, we've been going for like seven years now, but it was like this weird kind of secret society where, you know, (laughs) if I came across somebody who'd been affected by suicide, either you know they'd lost someone to suicide or they'd felt suicidal themselves, it was like, oh my god, like you've oh wow, and now I'm just, I'm just it almost which is so bloody Mm. tragic it's so sad but it is it's rife and I think Mm. I suppose I'd like for anybody listening to this to find a bit of comfort in that knowing that I know it's cliche and it kind of it goes in one ear and out the other but you're not alone and I'll Mm. say it again you're not alone for anybody listening to this there might be 20 other people that are feeling exactly the same way it is more common than you think and I think as soon as we start really pressing that home and getting people to really understand that you're not that there is a way out there is there is always a way out you're not on your own take a chance speak to somebody if you don't want to speak to your friends and family that's fine and don't have no guilt around that speak to somebody else call us call the samaritans call calm call whoever doesn't matter talk to somebody they will listen they will be there for you just you, you know
0: it's this isn't the only way mm. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely absolutely um before we sort of start to, to to wrap it up just to echo what you said there curse for anyone listening um curse obviously mentioned about reaching out to us calm the samaritans on the show notes for this episode if anyone's listening to this has been affected by it or is in any way shape or form struggling with their well-being and feels like they need to speak to somebody um, go to the show notes um, wherever you're listening to this and there'll be links on there and contact details for uh, for those organizations uh, and others where you can uh, reach out and speak to somebody Um, Emma I I, I just really want to thank you for being brave enough to come on here and, and, Mm. and be vulnerable and and talk about somebody that's obviously very very dear to you
2: yeah incredibly dear um to lots of people but yeah he was very special and he always will be and uh, yeah i yeah anything i can do to help if it, if this message just reaches that one person who mm-hmm. now gives them the courage to speak up or get in touch with somebody or speak to anybody and just let them know how i feel then it's 100 percent worth it so i'm more than happy thank you for inviting me
0: Oh, it's, it's it's really kind of you to 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 come on and and and, and, and tell that story, uh, and 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 you saying about you know how easy it is to, you know to, to just to sort of speak to somebody and uh, and and the fact that you got that you had that brief conversation and then mm. that guy completely opened up to you mm, like yeah. that's so encouraging to you know if anyone listening to that just go look that that's that's how easy it is you can you know confiding people and even if it's not your friends the organizations that that Kirst mentioned they're all in the show notes you can reach out to them people and they will listen and they will they will help you uh and and yeah and and you you know and and explain to you that you are loved and uh, uh, you know and 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 will there be there always to to help um have you got anything else you want to add Kirst? No I
1: think I think that's it I think Emma's covered it all um yeah I mean just thank you so much for coming on I know uh the circumstances that you were involved in of how you found out about Sam's death were Mm. um awful for you um and I know this has been um a difficult conversation for you to have so I I really really truly am grateful and you know for, for anybody else that's listening who um who has lost someone to suicide or maybe know someone who's made an attempt and, and fortunately survived. You know, we want to share these stories. We want to get the word out about, well, about what to look for. You know, that that would be great. Um, but, like you know, with Sam, it was it was difficult because, like you say, it was life and soul of the party and you just... Mm nobody nobody had a clue nobody had a chance at saving him but um but yeah for anybody that's listening that would like to come on the podcast please just reach out to me or Stu and um yeah the more stories we get out about this the better
0: absolutely we're on we're on Instagram and, and, and Twitter and Facebook you can contact us on there or head over to the website uh reach at fmh.co.uk uh, and, and and get in touch with us there and like I say if, if you know if, if, if you've been affected by this then then don't sit in silence. Just uh, contact, contact a friend or a family or somebody in the the, the list on the show notes. Um, thanks again, Emma. It's, it's 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 so nice that you've come on here and and, and shared Sam's story.
1: No, oh, you're more than welcome. Thank you.